347 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And I was talking about earlier in the show the president's decision to rescind the DACA order from President Obama and uh, what that means for South Dakota. Uh, Of course, DACA is the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Kind of gets lost in the whole uh, alphabet soup. But essentially, those are the dreamers, and they are uh, people who came to this country as children, uh, undocumented, and now number somewhere around 800,000. And tonight, there is a vigil, a candlelight vigil at Meldrum Park in support of the dreamers. And so we have with us today on the phone is Taniza Islam. She is a Sioux Falls immigration lawyer, and she is one of the organizers of this vigil. Taniza, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me on. So the vigil, tell us about... Uh, give us the details of it and uh, where and uh, what's what's going to happen at the vigil. Sure. This is a solidarity candlelight vigil in support of our dreamers here in Sioux Falls, specifically in South Dakota. Um, it's really a time where we want our dreamers in our community know, to know that there is a, a big community, a coalition of supporters. Um, and that we are here to be a voice, and we are here to fight for their rights and to do um, what we can through advocating on their behalf so that they can become a lawful um, citizens of our community and continue to be able to work, go to school, buy houses, get driver's license, and be the very productive members of of our community they already are. So how many um, dreamers do you think are in this community and the state? I've seen varying numbers from three to 500. Do you, because you had to apply for this status at some degree, so there is a hard number. What are they? Right. USCIS, which is the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services, where you would make the application for receiving deferred action, um, rep- report that there are closer to 500 in South Dakota. That's quite a few. Do we have any idea where they are? I mean, are most of them here, most of them just spread out, or how does that work? Yeah, unfortunately, the numbers don't really tell us exactly where they are, um, but we know that they are here. And logic kind of helps us to see that the majority of folks will probably be in more metropolitan areas where there's more opportunities to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and go to school. So it's a good good guess that we have um, more in Sioux Falls and Rapid City than maybe in other places throughout the state. Do you, as an immigration lawyer, work with folks who are in this situation? I do work with folks, and I'm um, part of kind of teams across the region to do more of the advocacy piece. Um, here in Sioux Falls specifically, we have Caminando Juntos, which is the Hispanic Ministry of the Presentation Sisters, which is the Order of the Catholic Nuns. Mm-hmm. They have really been on the front lines in providing um, assistance to dreamers who are eligible for DACA and helping them with their applications, as has um, Pueblo de Dios, which is uh, the Spanish-speaking church out of Augustana Lutheran. Mm-hmm. So we have other entities in town that are doing this work. And then we have our immigration 
attorneys in town also who have been doing this work. So there are several different entities who have been working on the application piece and then others who are doing more of the advocacy piece. We're talking to Tanisa Islam. She is a Sioux Falls immigration lawyer and uh, one of the organizers of a candlelight vigil tonight at Meldrum Park in support of the Dreamers. Uh, uh, Tanisa, what what other kinds of uh, folks do you work with? Um, and, you know, how many immigration lawyers are there and how much of that work is going on here in Sioux Falls? Sure. Um, I can, I'm the co-chair for the Immigration Attorneys of the South Dakota Bar Association. So we have seven members who are immigration attorneys in the state. So I would venture to guess we have between seven to ten. I'm assuming that all of our immigration attorneys in the state are part of the the committee to the Bar Association, but we really don't have that many. Um, and the majority of us are located here in Sioux Falls. And, and um, is there an, are there enough immigration attorneys? I mean, it's got to be tough yeah. work. Your, your clients are, uh, by definition, uh, undocumented. So it, it, it has to be uh, difficult to work with folks who are worrying about deportation and, and, and paying and, and everything that goes with it. Absolutely. And, you know, um, not all of our immigrants here are undocumented. So just for clarification, the majority of the work that I personally do is assisting those who are lawful permanent residents, otherwise known as green card holders, to get citizenship. I also assist um, people who are here who are looking to reunite with family members that they were not able to bring with them. Um, and so these are all folks who are lawful. I also help, um, people who are domestic violence survivors, um, and are witnesses and victims of crimes. Um, and I also help folks who are looking to apply for asylum because they have a well-founded fear of returning back to their home country. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's really important to remember that when we're talking about immigration law, it's such an expansive umbrella. And so the I work primarily on family-based and humanitarian issues where there's this whole other side of employment-based immigration. And that's really where I think South Dakota um, is needs to look at how Im- important it is for our immigrant workers in our state as we have low numbers, a short supply of workers, um, and how entities, everyone from the farming industry, agricultural industry, to our high-tech, you know, engineering firms, biotech engineering firms, and the hospitals and towns are all applying to get foreign workers to come here to take jobs that um, are otherwise not being filled. So it's a very expansive mm-hmm. um, area of the law. And uh, dreamers are a very small fraction of what we would call as undocumented people in our in our country. You know, dreamers mm-hmm. specifically were brought here, as you mentioned, um, uh, you know, with no decision of their own. Most of our dreamers are average age of six years old when they were brought here by their parents. This is the only country they know. They speak English. They've been going to school. And in 2012, um, President Obama instituted DACA for a way to get these this very specific subset of undocumented people in our communities across the country a path to come out out of the shadows to apply for driver's licenses social security cards apply to go to college Mm -hmm. 
you know, and be able to uh, work at a better wage. And so that's really what the promise was. And mm-hmm. the promise then in effect was if you come out of the shadows and do this this lawful way, we will not deport you. And unfortunately, that was not the message that we received this morning when Jeff Sessions announced mm-hmm. the end of DACA. And there is, they, they say they're not going to uh, immediately deport these 800,000 folks who have signed up. Um, but we don't, we don't really know what's going to happen down the line. Do you have any, uh, quickly, do you have any optimism that the president's action uh, will lead to some longer term policy here, even if it's just for the dreamers? I mean, um, the DREAM Act, where the dreamers word really comes from, mm-hmm. has been a piece of legislation that has been to for comprehensive immigration reform for over 10 years now. And so now it really is in the hands of Congress. And Jeff Sessions made that very clear today in his statement, that they're allowing time for Congress to act. Um, so the Trump administration has volleyed, if you will, the issue to Congress to right. see what they're going to be able to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, for me personally, this is, these are human lives. These are people that I interact with on a daily basis. I share their joys. I share their fears. Um, on this first day of school where my first grader was so excited to go to school, and I was so excited um, to have a first grader in the family. My heart was also breaking for the mm. families who didn't know what was going to happen, yeah. Yeah. you know, to their kids, um, to them as families, uh, because, you know, they're very vulnerable now because during that application process, they've revealed where they are. They've yeah. come out out of the shadows, like literally, right? Yeah. They've revealed where they are, where they're located, who yeah. their family yeah. members are, where they're working, and that's all information that now the government has. And so that, that's creating a lot of fear and anxiety for sure. Tanisa Islam, she is one of the organizers of a candlelight vigil tonight at the Meldrum Park, which is on East 6th Street, just past Cliff, just east of Cliff. And uh, that's at 730 tonight. And if you are interested in that, uh, get over there. And there'll be lots going on and discussion about the president's action today. There's a whole bunch of people involved in this coalition, the Dreamers in South Dakota Coalition. I can't go through them all right now. But, uh, Tanisa, thanks for filling us in on what's going on tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Coming up after the break, uh, we will talk after the news. We're going to talk to uh, uh, John Paulson about his run for the city council. Uh, This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. You keep putting out cash for the 